Hello, hi, howdy, havarti, <laughs> if you're cheese fans. Hello, hello, you like made it to episode two. If you survived episode one and all my squirrel moments of talking, here you are with episode two of what I think I'm going to roll with is the title of the podcast is Inspired. I think I'm rolling with it. Um, heart to heart with Huck or self care to the max was suggested from episode one. So many suggestions, but thank you guys for tuning back in for episode two. And really kind of funny is I got a message. Well, I got several messages, and I just want to tell you the support I've gotten from so many of you guys. I can't even y'all like it, but explain how to cry. Okay, so there goes my voices. So if you heard episode one, uh, you know I get I make voices when I'm awkward. So I feel I feel like I'm gonna have to like go back and like keep on saying, oh, back in episode one, because episode one explains who I am. And I feel like if you survived episode one, you know you know the gist of me. Like you can get me. Like you can totally you get the voices. And I wish, I'm. you know what? No, <gasps> I have an idea. I'm not gonna just wish it. I'm gonna freaking do it. I'm going to have to totally like YouTube me doing these podcasts because with these voices, I'm making faces, y'all. <laughs> I wish you could see my faces like right now. Oh my God, what am I doing? That's so Ako Taco. And mainly I'm Ako Taco now because I've squirreled away from what I was trying to get at, which was, you guys, I got so much support and I got so many questions stemming from episode one. And one of the questions that I did get was like, you know, how often are you going to be doing this podcast? I would love to, you'd be cool to have it like, you know, weekly, twice a week. And that was a really good question. And if you listen to episode one, you know that I don't know zilch about podcasts. And that's actually one of the things I should have known going into a podcast is like, how often should I be doing these? <laughs> Leave it to Huckfeld, and I'm just kind of winging it. And it was a really great question because I had to like think about it because at first I was like, oh, okay, well I can, I'll just do it once a week. I'll make it on Monday, but I know me really, really well. And sometimes I can't just sit down and talk about something. Like sometimes it's a little bit more difficult because I really, in order to do a podcast or to write, you know, a really heartfelt Instagram post, um, if you follow my Instagram, sometimes it's gotta just hit me like a ton of bricks. And that's with my podcast now. And so something that I really wanna stick by is if I feel inspired enough to speak about something and it hits me, I'm gonna freaking do it. And that's actually what this podcast is actually about is um, something that really, really hit me because you guys, I don't know if anyone can talk to me from off the ledge, but this has been the first week of school for my kids. This first week of school has been so over the top. I mean, things that that you don't think are gonna happen have happened. It's just been, it's been a whirlwind. And, uh, you know, even like my social media, I'm very, I'm very open on my social media. I post a lot of stuff because I really feel like women need to be more transparent because if we can be more transparent, we can stop comparing ourselves to Betty Sue Crocker, who is like having the perfect Instagram live when in reality, life is not perfect. But you guys, there are some things I don't share on, on social media. And there's been a lot of crap that's been going on this week that has just kind of like knocked me off of my chair and that led to literally me sitting down and reading a question from someone who I like immediately was like, okay, 
this is what I, this is it, this is it, because it's, I'm knee deep in it. And it is, you know, she talked about, I'm going to name her Chatty Cathy from Connecticut. I forgot to put that in there. Chatty Cathy from Connecticut, uh, questioned in. Uh, I like alliteration and no, she's not like super chatty, but I just thought it was cool. Oh gosh, I'm scrolling again. But Chatty Cathy from Connecticut, she asked me this really amazing question, which was, you know, I have followed your self-care journey since you started three, four years ago. How in the heck... And I'm reading this off, by the way. How in the heck did you get from point A to point B with all that anxiety? Because I'm knee deep in anxiety as we speak, and I cannot seem to even understand how it feels to feel normal. And we went on to chat a little bit, and she, you know, she mentioned that the joy that I have for just everyday life, she really wants that, and she doesn't understand like how do normal people just wake up and be like, oh, I'm happy. Like, girl, I get it. <laughs> Chatty Kathy, I so get it. When I was knee deep, I mean, not even knee deep, let's just call it for what it was. When I was sinking in quicksand of anxiety, I remember, and I remember having these conversations with friends, I remember just begging them, how are you, how does it feel to be so normal? Like, I was so mixed up in anxiety and panic and mental crap and whatever the yuck was that it was it almost seemed like it was like it's crazy to think that there are normal people out there shocker by the way there is actually no such thing as normal i'm just gonna put that out there just in case i need like a side note i'm making faces right now too because i'm talking funny there's no such thing as normal but anyway in my in my head i just remember asking begging my friends so i totally get it chatty kathy i get it i totally <laughs> and here's the thing about why this question resonated me is because since this week has been one thing after another, after another, after another, like within hours of each other, just big events happening in my life that I got hit with an anxiety attack, which you guys, I actually, ha I've done really well. I haven't I'm usually really good about catching my anxiety. Like I can, I now know when things escalate. I, I can now, I know my body really well. I know what to do sometimes, but this, these incidents caught me so off guard that there was no warning and I was triggered immediately. And, um, you know, I don't like to talk about my past too, too much. Cause like I've said in episode one, see, there I go talking about episode one is, you know, PTSD, it's like a whole other chapter of my life. Like it's a, it's almost like, a, it's almost like saying it was like book one <laughs> of my life. Oh no, that's probably like book 18 of my life at that point. But th there's something about PTSD and it's called ghosting. And when I'm triggered and when many actually other people who suffer from PTSD or are struggling or are surviving it, they will nod their heads to this. There's something called ghosting, and that is when you're kind of, you're there physically, yeah, you're there. Maybe you're nodding your head, maybe you're talking, maybe you're doing something, but you catch yourself and you literally are like, whoa, where was I? And really you've ghosted yourself. It's almost like you're emotional, your mental just checks out and you're just like the physical body's doing what it needs to do to be in a conversation, but you're so out of it and you're so zoned that you're just like, what just happened? And that's what happened to me this week. And so when Chatty Kathy asked, how do I get to point A to point B? 
I really, that's when I was like, I got to talk about this. I got to talk about this and share this with you because I suffer still and I'm knee deep in it this week. I am having so many anxiety attacks. And usually when I have one massive anxiety attack, it will lead to days worth of them. So like one anxiety attack, I know right away, like I knew the second I had it, I knew I was going to have a crappy week. And not that it's like a mental mindset, like, oh, you shouldn't say that because then it's your mindset. No, I know my body and it's almost like physically I hurt. It's almost like being sick. I'm under the weather. I have, I'll, I'll actually have physical symptoms of like a cold. I will get the sniffles, um, joints will hurt. I won't be able to do as well in workouts. It's really just, it's, it's so, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. So I had to sit down and share that I'm knee deep in it. So I'm gonna tell you what I'm doing to actually walk through this right now. Like, and maybe I can explain to Chatty Cathy and those other Chatty Cathy's from Connecticut out there who might have the same question about how do I get from point A to point B? And first of all, you're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone. Um, I remember reading a statistic that was like, it's literally almost 100% of our population suffers from some sort of anxiety. So you're just, you're not alone, but anxiety can really make us feel judged. It can really bring up insecurities because once our mental, almost like a mental barrier, a mental protection falls, um, because of the anxiety, like it, like it's almost like a knife that penetrates your field, your force field. Ooh, force field, dude! I'm getting into Star Wars now. Fun fact about Huckfelt, definitely a Star Wars fan. So it's almost like a knife. It penetrates your force field, and all of a sudden you are completely vulnerable. That's a really great word, and that's exactly how it feels. You become so vulnerable to everything. So all of a sudden you find yourself going, wait. She just said that, but did she mean it like that? Oh, is she judging me? Oh, does she think I'm this way or that way? Oh no. So you become so vulnerable to these insecurities and before you know it, you're starting to believe the insecurities and it's this awful cycle and it's just yucky. So a couple of years ago, I remember reading, I forgot what book it was. It might've been like, you know, that the book, The Secret, it might've been that because I really do like that book. I remember reading that when I was actually a teenager, fun fact, but I never really kind of believed too much about it, but I liked the book. I liked the theory. It might've been The Secret. It might've been another book, but I remember reading it that the, the way to cut through anxiety is through gratitude. And if you listen to episode one, you know that my self-care journey really started with meditation. And there was this one meditation that uh, it was all about gratitude. And I talk a lot about Alison Faulkner. Like, if you don't follow her, you really, she's, she's hilarious. And she says something like, if, it, if you're not crying, it's not working. That's one of her quotes. And so when I found this meditation, it was on gratitude because I had read this quote or this passage from The Secret or whatever book it was, you know, cutting through anxiety is through gratitude. I found this meditation and it was all about gratitude. And it was like 10 minutes long. And I remember thinking, I was still working my way up to 10 minutes. I think I was, I was probably like five, six minutes in being able to stay focused and in the moment with credit, with meditation. I was able to do the entire meditation. And you guys, I was bawling bawling. I couldn't stop crying. If you have never taken the time to find gratitude, 
for the things around you, for the small things that are happening in your life that are giving you life today. For example, you woke up today. How many people didn't wake up? Um, you have a house over you, of your head. You have food in your pantry. It may not be a lot of food, but maybe you got food in your pantry. You know, the people who have supported you, that one person who you can call maybe when you're having a bad day, maybe it's just, hey, you know, you got through work. There are so many things with this gratitude, this meditation that I sat through, that I came out bawling just like puddles of water and that's when I really started to dabble into journaling and that's what led to my journaling and my I journaled a lot with my gratitude like I would write what I'm grateful for so I'm actually doing that this week so the first thing when I first had that you know the very initial onset of an anxiety attack I think it was like and this is a big win for me by the way is you know normal anxiety attack it could last I mean, I could be in it. I could, I could actually be in that anxiety attack for hours if I let it. But this week, it hit me, and within like five minutes, I was able to really cut through it pretty quickly because I started slowing my breathing down, breathing in, breathing out, and I was finding everything that I was grateful for. And I was forcing myself to smile. Now, you guys, I know it's corny to say, but if you find yourself mid deep in a, a panic attack or an anxiety attack, force yourself to smile. And something about me just being able to find some things I was grateful for right away in that moment this week and forcing myself to smile and forcing myself to breathe in through my belly and breathe out that just did the trick enough. I wouldn't say it just put me right back into my calm state, but it was able to calm me down enough that I was able to kind of digest what was happening and get myself present. Because that's another thing about anxiety for me, and I'm sure a lot of others, is that anxiety can make you freak the F out about the future. The future hasn't even happened, y'all. But try explaining that to my brain, y'all. Oh, I just went y'all. Oh, I just went Southern on y'all. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I'm super Southern sometimes. But the future hasn't even happened, but somehow my anxiety has a really, really, really good trick. And that is making me freak out about the future. So when I'm able to, when I was able to cut through it this week and just, okay, calm myself down enough, I was able to then get present in the moment. And that's another thing that I do. I've got to force myself to get present in the moment. And I, I start usually here by mind when I'm trying to get present sometimes. And this week it was definitely like squirrely, like trying to get present. I was using all my strategies. So like five, five things in your room or in your environment right away that you didn't notice. So in my panic attack, I'm driving down the highway. I'm like, Ooh, look at that sign. It's way more yellow than I remember. Ooh, look at the bird. What's the bird doing? Look at that other bird. They're best friends now. I bet, I bet you they talk to each other all the time. I bet you they hang out to each other. Oh, look at the birds. They actually separated. They're no longer together. Ooh, look at the, look at the electrical lines. Like, I was desperately, <laughs> I was literally like trying to like look at all the things that I hadn't noticed on this normal, typical drive 
and trying to like cling to it and it does it works and so that and you know I was able to get myself present and then what was able to happen is once I got myself present then I was able to assess myself and I was like oh home girl did I just call myself home girl I did didn't I Jesus <laughs> you guys I'm getting so awkward it's so weird talking inside of a room I really need to videotape this I am definitely gonna be YouTubing a next podcast for sure because this is really awkward so yeah I was like home girl there it is it just makes me laugh okay you're you're having an anxiety attack you're mentally your your force field so to speak quote unquote your force field is gone you need to recognize that so you need to stay away from other people because here's the thing also about people who have massive anxiety attacks well me for sure and I hope others can like validate me on this one is that when your force field is down and you are suffering from some anxiety and you're vulnerable to you know insecurities it's hard to quote people right i hope i'm not alone on that one it's hard to people and it's like trying to exert energy that you just don't got right so i was like homegirl you've got an anxiety attack your force fields down you're having some insecurities you're not yourself you're definitely not yourself you need to go now detox and what i mean by detox is basically i pull away from people and not in an unhealthy way meaning that i obviously live my life on social media like i my like i said earlier my i'm very open on social media instagram um, my facebook page youtube i put things out there i'm very open but in these moments when i know that i'm vulnerable and my force field is not put back together and i'm having anxiety i have to step back from social media and that's okay. I tell myself, I'm giving myself a day. I'm gonna step back. I don't respond to messages. I put, you know, I put it basically on priority only. Like I'll talk to my husband, I'll talk to my parents, you know, my kids obviously, they obviously, they're like clinging to my hip at all times. But I, I basically don't put myself out any further that I need to, to basically just kind of piece together and sew up the little force field patches so I can then the next day wake up with a intact force field that is now fueling me back into the present moment and giving me a lot of gratitude for my life and then that's cutting through the anxiety and as each day progresses, my force field gets stronger, I'm more present and before I know it, I have survived, and I love to say I survived, because y'all, if you have suffered from an anxiety attack, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a war that you go to town with. It is a war. So before you know it, I've survived this anxiety attack. So that's where I'm actually at today. Like today, right now in this moment, I'm on day two of kind of piecing together my force field and getting it back together. And I guarantee you, because I know, I know about mindset and I know about speaking things out. I'm good. I'm going to be fine. And I'm going to come back even better. So I hope that my experiences and I hope what I'm going through right now. <laughs> gosh, you guys, I'm so open with y'all. <laughs> it's like my diary. I, I could swear I could hear my mom going right now. Why are you telling everyone that you're having an anxiety attack? Because mom, there are other women who need to know that they're not alone. Duh! <laughs> is that the 
anybody talks to my mom? No, not really. So anyway, I uh, chatted Kathy from Connecticut. That's how I get from point A to point B. Point B, it's definitely not linear, and it's definitely not a um, it's definitely not a permanent position. Meaning that once you get to point B, after like going through all the mental yuck and the self care journey that I've gone through, it doesn't mean that you stay in point B. It means that you've leveled up. And now you've got all of the strategies that you learned from point E to point, or from point A to point B, you can now apply those strategies that when you have to go from point B to point C and level up again, you're gonna have more strategies in place. So I hope that my personal experience helps someone out there. Yeah, I hope so. Um, and if you guys have questions that you want me to, it would be cool to talk about, you know, send them my way and let me know, hey, this might be a great topic. I'm cool. I'm open with it. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, I really feel like I'm going to have to like, when I feel inspired to talk to y'all, ooh, hello, that's the name of the, name of the podcast, Inspired Self-Care to the Max, hello. Um, when I feel inspired, I'm going to be definitely chatting with y'all. So I hope this helps someone. You guys have a freaking fantastic day and remember to find some gratitude. And I just want to end it by just saying, you guys, we have... This is our one life, man. This is us. this is an amazing life that we have. The moment that you're in right now, listening to this podcast, this moment, you don't get back. So not only do I appreciate you listening to it, like that's rad. You've, you've spent some time and energy on me. That is so amazing. 